It is Friday, and this is KSFL LP Portland Radio Project. And on Friday at PRP, it's Sounds of PDX, where we bring you the best, well, Sounds of PDX. I am Veronica Bezetti. We keep it simple like that. I am Veronica Bezetti, and I'm live in the studio tonight with another local artist drop-in session. I have something very important in common uh, with our guest tonight, by the way. Local trombonist and composer James Powers. James, thank you so much for being here. Absolutely. Uh, it's an honor to be here. Thank you. Yay. The James Powers Relativity Ensemble is playing at the Monavia Jazz Festival next weekend. And we're going to hear all about this really interesting project. It's, it's really very dynamic. We got a couple tunes to play. And before we jump into some music, which we are going to jump into next, I will tell you what we have in common. Okay. So um, I, too, hold vodka in a very high esteem. Okay. Oh, goodness. James, James posted a video. And, oh, no. and, <laughs> and I apologize for reveling in your suffering here. But James posted a video on Instagram while recovering from COVID. And, and I, I say that you were kind of calling out the instructions on how to utilize this protein powder, right? <laughs> right? And so it said on the instructions, mix eight ounces of your favorite beverage, to which you said, my favorite beverage is vodka. <laughs> at least at the time it was. Well, and then he proceeded to mix the vodka with the protein powder. The best part, though, was the end when you, and I can't believe you did it, you actually took a sip. The instant regret on your face was fantastic. <laughs> Well, you know, I, 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 I'm an inquisitive mind, perhaps, you might say, and so I, I needed to know. Well, and, and you, you found out the hard way, right? You, you found out the hard way. <laughs> yeah. I, I just, I thought it was hysterical. I really thought it was hysterical. But, you know, like, great minds think alike. Cheers, right? <laughs> Rastrovia? I don't know uh, what it is. Yeah. I'm saying it terribly. All right. <laughs> Let, let's hear some music. Give us some background on this first tune that we're going to hear, Worthy of Love. Yeah. Uh, this is a composition that I wrote uh, and recorded with this band, uh, Cloud Six. Unfortunately, the band does not exist anymore, but we still have this record. Okay. And uh, and we're all friends. Uh, I could say, let's see, I was I was one of the members of the band. It grew out of another band called uh, the Sextet, which was another another fun group. But okay. The members, all the members of the band are doing doing great things though now. Uh, uh, Carlos. They're just doing other things. Other now. things, yes. yeah. Carlos Arribe's down uh, in L.A. playing mariachi music and, oh, and oh, banda music, cool. and and uh, Paul Pariz is playing. He was the keyboard player in the band. He's playing with the uh, with this wonderful. Uh, 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 band, funk band called Sweet and Juicy, oh, cool. uh, which check them out. Honestly, I'm gonna plug my friend's band, Sweet and Juicy. They're Love great. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, you know, it's like like all cool projects. Yeah, yeah so. but this is a composition that you yeah. wrote. Yeah, yeah. And and what's the background on it? How did this come to life? Oh, you know, it's just it's was sort of a, I guess selfish self assurance is that the right term? Yes. Uh, uh, sort of a. I was trying to make a statement to say that that uh, you know people that I cared about as well as myself uh, were were worthy of love. Hence the name of the composition. It's a it's a ballad, but it's sort of a ballad to to not a specific person necessarily. It's sort of a ballad to myself as much as yeah. it is to to the people that I care about. All right, I like that. I like that a lot. This is Sounds of PDX on Portland Radio Project, and this is Worthy of Love.
If you are just tuning in, you're listening to Sounds of PDX on PRP, and we are here with James Powers for a drop-in session. Yay! How did you get started playing music? Like, was the trombone the first instrument? Was jazz your first inclination? Like, how did James Powers come about? Uh, Well, my my dad, uh, Michael Powers, is a a local trombonist as well, and so... To me, uh, I, I just sort of started started playing. I I, th- I think I went to my first concert when I was like eight days old. Wow. Okay. Uh, uh, my mom my mom brought me in, took me to the back of this this concert hall uh, to listen to the, the the this orchestra that my dad was playing with, and uh, you know the idea was that we could leave quickly if I started making a lot of noise or yeah. commotion or something, but. But I apparently I stayed through the whole thing. So okay, you know, yeah, my my dad's just always was taking me to things and and uh, and seeing music happen, taking me to rehearsals and and all that when I was a little kid. So it's not exactly that that I chose to play music or that I chose trombone as a primary instrument so much as I, you know, he he would practice all the time and and I just sort of assumed that it was a normal thing to do uh, was to to play an instrument. Yeah. Can't walk around with this big brass instrument. Yeah, you know, I just picked it up really because it was there. Uh, it seemed like a like a logical thing. And was jazz your dad's primary musical focus? Uh, he played he played everything okay. from yeah from from avant garde improvisational music to to orchestral music to salsa music to oh, wow. to pretty much every, everything. So that, so that between between that influence and the influence of of my sister uh my older sister showing me like Tupac and 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 stuff like that you know yeah. 90s hip hop and R&B like between those influences of orchestral and jazz and and all that stuff combined you know um yeah i have a i, I pull from a wide uh palette i i guess you yes. might say yeah you do and we're going to talk a little bit about that more when we talk about the Relativity Ensemble. You just recently did a show where you opened up for HR, who's the front man for the legendary, <laughs> legendary Bad Brains. Yeah. Um, what was that like? I want him to be so cool. Was he so cool? <laughs> he's an interesting. He's an interesting character. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I don't know. I don't know exactly <laughs> what I can. Don't burst my bubble. I mean. <laughs> He's he's an I'll just say he's an interesting character. He okay. was he was pretty chill, uh, you know that 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 night. But uh, I've I've heard that he can be kind of uh, not little, chill. Well, not necessarily not. Well, <laughs> yeah, maybe that too. <laughs> but I don't know. It was it was fun. It was a fun show though. It was it was certainly fun. It was cool to see him. Yeah, and and, and the band they were doing a reggae set. And that's actually that's another band that I play with is, is Buddy Jay's Jamaican Jazz Band. I play in a lot of bands. You so. play in a lot of bands. You get around um, in yeah. a good way. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> All right, let's dive into another tune. Yep. This is a dozen or so belts. Give us some info on this one. Well, so th- so this is off of uh, the f- most recent Frank Irwin Quintet uh, CD, which album, which is another band that I've that I've been playing in. Uh, another for, one for a couple years. Uh, <laughs> It's led by led by a friend of mine, bass player uh, Chris Frank. Uh, writes great music, uh, and and the band itself is is has a lot of great musicians, you know, working in it. And uh, the tune "A Dozen or So Belts" is sort of he he wrote songs on this album to 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 feature different people in the band. Oh, okay. And this was my feature because 
yet again, I play in another band, uh, March 4th uh, marching band, or these days just March 4th, which is sort of like a, if you're not familiar with that band, it's kind of like a big funk rock acid circus experience kind of situation. Oh, I like. Um, Yeah, it's a a fun group. And uh, one of the costuming things in that band, you know, everybody has to have a sort of a costume. There's generally a loose marching band theme. Okay. But, uh, you know, (laughs) when I joined the band, I wasn't sure what I was going to wear for my costume. Uh, And so there, there was a trend of wearing, like, people wearing two or three belts. And so I just sort of took that and ran with it. And I have a bin on on the tour bus of about I don't know probably thirty or forty belts, and I I tend to as my costume I wear a, a lot of belts sometimes a dozen or fifteen or something like that. So so he wrote the tune a dozen or so belts as a as a feature for me you know because of that. Oh, I like it. That's 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 good. A dozen or so belts. Yeah. I like it. All right, a dozen or so belts on Portland Radio Project and on James Powers at any given time apparently. Thank you. 
A dozen or so belts on Portland Radio Project. We're live in the studio with jazz artist James Powers. Let's talk about next weekend. Oh, yes. Let's talk about next weekend. Sunday, August 21st at the 9th Annual Monavia Jazz Festival, the James Powers Relativity Project will be playing at 2 p.m. at Portland Metro Arts, right? Yeah, it's yes. on, uh, what is it, 90th and Stark, Something like that. Something yeah. like that. <laughs> this project is... And, and hear this, folks. This project is a, a gender-bending 13-piece instrumental ensemble playing new compositions exploring social issues, identity, science fiction, and modern myth. The list of artists that are participating in this project, it's incredible. How did this all come together? Tell us what this ensemble means and why it's important right now. Well, I, I've been toying with the idea of doing a large a group for a long time, uh, because I've been writing music for for quite a few years now, and and I've and I've always wanted to do a larger ensemble. And what happened is that that Ryan Marr, who who is one of the people uh, in charge of like programming for the festival, and also a, a killing guitar player, I should also, you know, another musician, another, um, uh, yeah, uh, but uh, he he's kind of in charge of uh, partially in charge of programming for the for the festival, and he asked me because I put out a record. Uh, I put out a record on on a, on the Portland Jazz Composers Ensemble uh, label, record label. Okay. Uh, that that he also is is part of, works with, and uh, and he asked me, you know, what would you like to do something for the festival this year? And I thought, huh, yeah, sure. Do you have enough money to pay a, a large band? <laughs> Thirteen people. And I was, I maybe shouldn't admit this, but I was maybe slightly bluffing. Uh, and then he got back to me and he was like, yeah, I think we could do that. And then so I sort of was like, oh, I need to write a bunch of music and oh put together a band now. But <laughs> but it should be it should be fun. I, you know, I have like I say, I've wanted to do a large ensemble like this for a while. I've had compositions that that kind of I felt need, you know, a more expansive ensemble mm-hmm. like this. Uh, so should be real fun. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be kind of I've got a tune that's that's sort of like a drum and bass inspired tune, a mm-hmm. tune that's kind of a house music inspired tune and uh it's gonna be a samba and and a lot of a lot of interesting, you know, things. All filtered through through my uh maybe slightly strange uh concept <laughs> of, of what sounds good. Where's the science fiction come into this? Oh well I, I uh started to write some songs I think it was a few years ago. I started to write some some compositions that were that were very much uh, inspired by uh, by science fiction. Uh, I've always been a fan of, I should say, of, of Sun Ra and what he was trying to do as far as uh, sort of Afrofuturism, like bringing bringing uh, bringing people who don't necessarily have a I, I'm I'm working with similar with similar concepts, I suppose you would say. People people there's groups of people in this society who don't necessarily have a explicit uh or at least at a time didn't have an explicit culture that was entirely their own uh for reasons uh for lots of reasons. Sure. Uh 
generally marginalized people. I mean, not mm-hmm. to say that they don't have their culture because they very much do have culture, but it's sort of like finding one's place in the society. Mm-hmm. Where do you know? Where do people come from? If you don't, if you don't have a, a place, a direct lineage that you can draw from, uh, you know, as many people in the African diaspora, you know, after a certain, you know, go far enough back, it's sort of like, I mean, where are you from? So, yeah. part yes. of what Sun Ra was doing was sort of was sort of uh, uh, creating a a modern mythos uh, to draw from, you know, a, a, a new identity. Uh, people who who don't necessarily have an identity sometimes need to create their own. So this is sort of what I'm trying to do to some degree as well. I guess I would say this is going to be live streamed too, right? Yes, yeah. Everything uh, from Portland Metro Arts. Uh, yeah, from that okay. venue. There's. I should also say there are two other venues. Uh, yes. The festival is expanding this year. Usually, it's just been at Portland Metro Arts, but there's going to be a show on the 19th at. Uh, the Alberta Rose Theater. Yes. And I think two shows or maybe three shows at the at the 1905, uh, which is a great club in town. Yeah. Yes. Well, in Northeast. Yes. The whole festival is going to run Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. But yeah. everything at Portland Metro Arts is going to be live streamed. Yeah. Okay, That's cool. my understanding, yes. That's, that's good because, you know, people are still a little shy of getting out there. Oh yeah. You know, absolutely. Rightfully so, I think at times. So that's a wonderful opportunity that that uh Monavia Jazz has offered folks that can't attend in person. For more information and to grab yourself some tickets, of course, which are very reasonably priced, by the way. It's a steal. Go to monaviajazz.org or you can stop by our website, which is PRP.fm, and I'll have links to our the the homepage for Monavia Jazz, so folks can get all of the scoop on that. I also want to make sure that folks know where they can find your music. Oh, yeah. Um, well, shoot. I have, uh, I guess my most recent record, uh, I could say, actually, uh, both of the both of these records that, that we played music off of are, are, can be found on Bandcamp. Okay. Uh, and uh, my most recent record is, is also on Bandcamp. It's on the, the PJCE uh, uh, label, so they've got their own their own page. Okay. Um, also, if you come, if you come see me, there will probably be CDs there. Hey, oh, check that out! Whoa, if we you, love merch. If you still have a CD player in 2022, <laughs> well, I do. Do people not have CD players anymore? Yeah, some people don't. I mean, I do. I I don't know. I like CDs. I have still. a record player too. Yeah, well, I call it a record player. Maybe that's the problem. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> James Powers, thank you so much for dropping uh, into the PRP studio. Oh, absolutely. Thank you. Really it was appreciate a pleasure. it. Really appreciate it. James Powers Relativity Ensemble, August 21st at the Monavia Jazz Festival at Portland Metro Arts on Southeast Stark. Yeah. You can also live stream it. So, again, go to our website, prp.fm. I'll make sure to have links up there so you can get all the deets on that. Thanks to everyone for listening to Sounds of PDX on Portland Radio Project. Stay tuned for more drop-in sessions by keeping that dial tuned to 99.1 FM, Portland Radio Project.